time when the fun begins. You may now have fun. Hi, I'm Spider-Man. Hi, I'm Captain Marvel. Hi, I'm Spider-Woman. And welcome to Organise for Fun, the board game podcast. Why are you laughing? Why not? Riley can be a woman. (laughs) You're a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Organise for Fun, the board game podcast, where this time we've been playing Marvel Champions. But as usual, business first. I've got three new listening territories to greet today, Mm. this week. So I'm going to say Marhaban to Algeria. I'm going to say hello to Switzerland. And I'm going to say hello to Barbados because apparently they speak English. So hello, Barbados. Also, last week, um, I sort of said it'd be useful if we divided the frag sort of chart into brackets. So I have done that. Um, So I thought if you're between 18 and 20, you're awesome. Uh, Between 15 and 18, you're great. Between 12 and 15, you're good. Between 9 and 12, you're okay. Uh, Between 4 and 9, you need improvement. And if you're 4 or below, you are egregious, which is one of my favourite words. But we haven't had any egregious games Well, most have yet. been great or awesome, I think, haven't they? No, most have been great or good, I reckon. Oh, okay. But yeah, they're, they're usually the higher end, yeah. surprisingly. Because, well, it's like we said last week. I mean, if we hated all the big games we played, that wouldn't be, <laughs> it wouldn't be very good. <laughs> um, and the final bit of business... Happy birthday, Riley! <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> um, That's a good way to spend my birthday. Yeah, absolutely. Well, losing horribly to <laughs> to the Green Goblin. Um, yeah. But there you go. Your government prescribes one session of fun per day. So, as I said, this week we've played Marvel Champions. Uh, well, Riley, technically it's your turn to read the box again as the guest. Do you have the box oh, handy? Yeah, I read the box last week, but you want me to do it again? Well, you've you've been the guest two weeks in a row so it's it's your fault that's fair (laughs) all right marvel champions the card game is a cooperative living card game that invites you to embody the world's most iconic heroes this core set allows up to four players to combine their efforts and thwart the twisted schemes of three different villains. Discover extraordinary powers, battle the forces of evil, and experience the Marvel Universe like never before. As a living card game, new heroes are released regularly, along with new villains, challenges, and adventures to test these champions. So basically, it is. I don't even know how I'm gonna. How how can I put this in a nutshell? Um, the players take on the roles of Marvel heroes, and you have to fight against a villain. Um, it's your standard sort of card game mechanic, isn't it? We've got to reduce their health to zero before they clock up a certain amount of evil scheme points to complete their nefarious deeds. Uh, and obviously, we can play all sorts of allies and upgrades and maneuvers and weapons and stuff to help us out i mean that's that's basically it isn't it yeah 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 uh, uh, i like a deck building game well it's not a deck building well, game sort it's of not. it's, it's a, sort of it's a living card game a living card game yeah but you're still well I don't know. It has got elements of legendary, which I like. True. You also <laughs> described it as what was that Star Wars dice game we played? Oh, Star Wars Destiny. Star Wars Destiny. I think it's it's similar to that in the stuff that we've played. Okay. Okay. I would describe it as a cross between those two. Okay. <laughs> I think what you're saying deck building though, because like before you start, you build your deck. True. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But like once you've built your deck at the beginning, your deck doesn't change. Like that's your deck for the rest of the game. Yeah. Whereas anyway, we. We could argue semantics, schmemantics. 
I wouldn't call Magic the Gathering a deck builder, which that's like the same thing. You build a deck there, so. Yeah. But it is fun. I think that's one of the more fun parts. Well, I'll, I'll get on to that. The, the first note I've made, and I say this often about Fantasy Flight games, is poor storage. The box is awful. It's, it's like they've tried, because at least there is a plastic insert with some sort of like grooves that you could fit a card into, but they're too wide for the actual cards that you've got, so it's pointless. Yeah, but I don't think they're expecting you to keep them all in separate categories and things. It's but then the box why, which why holds have the they, cards. Why have they created this <laughs> rubbishy what? insert? Well, I don't think it's, I don't know. But you've got them it with elastic. You've bad. got all the different things with, around with elastic bands, right? Yeah. So you just chuck them all in the box. True. And at least they are sort of separated. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't think it's their fault. I'm going to defend them. Whose fault is it? <laughs> <laughs> But if they they made the, the game knowing that they were going to be con they add an expansion every month whether it's a character or a villain or a big box expansion it's like there's no way you could fit everything between the first box to the second box like it gets it's terrible I'm with you Phil yeah <laughs> and speaking Such of bad <laughs> speaking of the expansions you've got a load of expansions haven't you yeah I've got all of them up until yeah all that are out so how have you how have you coped with the storage situation? So I've got, there's two kind of like story expansions, Galaxy's Most Wanted and Rise of the Red Skull. And then I went and bought the broken token inserts that help with organization. And that's really great. But then it's like my base game just holds heroes now and right. some villains. My Rise of the Red Skull holds just villains and henchmen and all that stuff and, and the side stuff. And then my Galaxy's Most Wanted now holds just all of the aspect cards. But so, does that mean if you got another hero, that would spill out of your main box and ruin everything? No, I could fit all of the main, all of the heroes into one of the expansion boxes. Fair enough. While we're on the topic of expansions, have has any of the expansions added any new, like, is it just extra cards and extra characters, or are there any new sort of game elements? The Rise of the Red Skull one adds a campaign, which is fun. So it's like... Also like an actual story game. that you play through. Yeah. And stuff carries over. Um, you could play it on extreme mode and like even your health will carry over. Oh. But I haven't done that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. And Fair then enough. there's like... That almost gives you a little bit of a deck builder where at the end, uh, depending on how well you did or certain things you did, you gain cards to add to your deck. Cool. Um, Can I ask? I've got no, a question. No questions for you. <laughs> so just talking about expansions, did you play the base game like and everything with it through first before getting the expansions do you yeah. like or you don't just get the expansions or do you get them as soon as they come out without having played the others first or do you wait until it's time <laughs> for an expansion <laughs> yeah i played through them i played through the core box all by itself first but then i just pre-ordered all of the expansions so like there's four characters i haven't played and i haven't touched galaxy's most wanted yet so oh, okay that's interesting so, a bit of both huh. okay <laughs> i'm with bill like sometimes i just buy expansions because i'm like anticipating liking the game and, and I want the if i may add a comment in my defense sometimes expansions go out of print so it's worth getting them while you can, because what if you it goes out of print and you don't ever get that? Okay. That's kind of why the pre-order on this, because Fantasy Flight, I guess, doesn't put a lot out or something, and so they run out super fast, and 
And so for like, until they do a reprint, mm. people are selling a $15 thing for like 30 or 40 bucks. Yeah. Mm. And that does annoy me about certain, uh, naming no names, Sandy Peterson, Cthulhu Wars. Like, there are so <laughs> many expansions to that, but they literally, I don't know, they must have only made about three copies of each one because you can't find them anywhere in real shops. But, so like an extra board I found on eBay for over £700. Oh my gosh. And like, that's not fair. <laughs> that's, that's not fair. Just make some more. Play to win. So moving on to this idea of um, obviously this living card game, you yeah you you build your deck. So you choose your character, who you're going to be, and each character has like a certain amount of cards that they have to include, which are like character specific powers. So obviously I was Spider Man, so I had lots of web themed <laughs> cards, etc. But then you can choose to make up the rest of your deck um, from what is it five different decks, isn't it? There's basic, there's like basic cards just cards, aggression cards, protection, and leadership. So you can sort of choose what style your uh, character deck has. How did you go about choosing your characters and your cards for your deck? I mean, I'm just going to start by saying I'm completely shallow. I chose them completely based on the pictures. <laughs> I didn't look at what they did. Um, that probably makes me an awful person. But was did you guys have like a, a tactic or like how did you go well, about building well, your deck? I hadn't, I, you just said choose these cards. I didn't know... You know, having not played it before, when I was choosing the cards, it was it it was a bit difficult. So I just tried to get a good sort of equal mixture of different types of cards, just in case, and they they worked out all right. Um, but now I've played it, you know, a few times, I now know what to look out for. Mm. Um, and I, I actually had quite a lot of the same cards because how many cards is it? Thirty, thirty-five, something like that. Well, you can have between forty and fifty. Oh, okay. So not counting your specific. Uh, Captain yeah. Marvel cards, yeah, 35. So it got to sort of towards the end, I was just like, okay, I'll just throw these in just to make up the numbers because I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> An honourable tactic. Riley, what about you? Because each expansion adds quite a bit. Um, and then Jessica Drew lets you choose two aspects instead oh. of just one, but you have to have an equal number of both. Um, so since you guys had chose Justice and... I was protection. Protection, yeah. So I just chose the other two because <laughs> we can't have uh, copies. Fair enough. And I got. I was gonna say you've played it way more than us. Do you treat it like yeah. a living card game? Like, do you have a, a deck of cards that you prefer and that you like swap and tweak each game, or do you start fresh each time you play? I start fresh each time, which is maybe a pain, but I like doing it. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose it gives you the best. It adds like twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> It gives you the best sort of overview of the game. Like the more different cards you play with, the better, uh, I don't know, the more informed a position that you're in, I suppose. Yeah. You're reminded that enjoyment is compulsory. My next thing is just a bit of a, you know, I just like, you, you track your hit points with dials, which I, I like because... Well, I was going to say it's better because you haven't got tokens all over the place, like on your card and clogging stuff up. But then you still have to do the tokens for the villains and for the threat and for the all the little minions. So it's a bit of a mix. But I do like a good dial. I think that simplifies it. I think more more dials are needed in the gaming world, I think. <laughs> and these are good sturdy dials as well. They're well made. They are, <laughs> yes. It's good. And it also gives, gives you something to fiddle with when it's not your turn. You can just... <laughs> 
just fiddle with the dials. Yes. <laughs> a follow workforce is a one workforce. So the next thing I put is obviously the order of play is you know you, you take your turn and you spend your resources and you do whatever and there's a number of things that you can do uh you know play cards trigger actions use your basic powers all etc etc um it took a while for me anyway to sort of get used to that that sort of order of play but i'd say that by the end of the game tonight i sort of wasn't having to look at the player reference card as much you know there were times when it was the villain phase i was just like okay boom encounter cards whatever let's go do you yeah you're reminding me <laughs> well, I was going to say, obviously, because you're the expert, you've played this way more than we have. Do you, how much of yours is off by heart now? Or how much do you have to like still look at the rules? I feel like I'm finally at a place where I can play without looking at the rules at all. But I mainly play solo. So there was something that happened and I was like, oh, I need to check the rules for that. And roughly, I don't know, putting you on the spot, like how much, how many times would you say that you've played? Oh, God. Like how long, did, how many games, I guess, did it take you to get to the point where you could play without looking at the rules way too many <laughs> like i probably played like maybe like 20 or 25 games total and actually probably more than that anyway it probably took me like a good 20 games until i realized like oh i think i have everything and there was a t like around play through 10 i thought i had it and then somebody brought something up on like a four or something and i i was like well i'm gonna read the rule book and i found like four things that i had been doing wrong some of them made it harder some made it easier yeah, well, it was oh the same for us tonight. Obviously, we played a, a sneaky little warm-up game yesterday just so we wouldn't look like complete idiots in, <laughs> in front of Master Riley. But, um, yeah, there were a couple of things that you were pointing out that we just missed yesterday. We're like, oh, whoops, forgot about that. Oh, did that wrong. So, uh, yeah, I think there's a game... I mean... Imagine how many times on the spreadsheet would we have to go through to play this 20 times? <laughs> that would Imagine. take us about 20 years. <laughs> But um, it's like, it's not a complicated game in its bare bones, but there's always those little elements, like those little keywords, like that aerial thing that you had. You know, there's always going to be those little details that you need to check. And probably, like each time you play with a different character, you're probably going to need to familiarise yourself with that character's particular skills or that character's particular keywords sort of things. Please make sure you get your phone quota. Right, so it gets... The next thing I thought is, obviously, the game gets harder as it goes on so you have to you have to kill the bad guy twice but obviously their second form uh, has more health and usually has like an extra sort of extra power or extra sort of modifier that makes them even more threatening but also each character has like a specific villain that's associated with them that gets shuffled into the main villain deck so if you were extremely unlucky like we were at the end of ours I mean like so obviously we were fighting the green goblin but the vulture came in on there because of my stupid extra little thing. Um, you had your Carol Danvers specific. Yeah. It would be all right. I, I get the the turns of the heroes. Great. It's the villain stuff. That's when it all goes wrong. <laughs> that That is a very, that's what happens in Arkham games a lot. That is when it all just builds up really yeah. suddenly. And then that's like, there's no hope. Um, because yeah. that sort of happened, didn't it? We were, we were sort of chugging away nicely. We were, you know, 
him, knocking a few damage off yeah. him each turn and sort of just trading blows. But then towards the end, it all just got a bit overwhelming. And before we knew it, it was just like, oh, we, we can't win. That's it. We we are screwed. Um, Again, Riley, in all your play, like, is that the way it usually goes? Or did we just have like a bad run of it? Or I've noticed when I play with more people, like I've only, I've played maybe like four or five games with other people. It's always way harder because your villain has more life, which seems like, oh, that should be fair because there's three more of us, you know, or there's more of us. But it doesn't really equal that sometimes. Like things of hand because it's also adding more uh, counters and more attacks and more scheming, you know. It, it's, yeah. it just doesn't feel like it quite balances out right in a multiplayer. I guess it's sort of... probably win 75-25. It gets incrementally worse, doesn't it? And I suppose it doesn't help that you're yeah. playing with a couple of first-time idiots that... <laughs> Well, and then I thought like, oh, I'm going to choose a character that I've played one time so that I can like be on equal ground to you guys. <laughs> well, when we played the, this the first time, like I wasn't expecting us to win at all. No. Even the first time we played when we when and we that set was it playing up, the intro I just game. That was would the... never expect to win any type of game like this to get that far because you just know it's going to build up. <laughs> like... And were there you're right? Just were there any decisions that me and Mark were making that had you thinking no? Why are you doing this? <laughs> no, no, not really. Well, Mark at the very end had four health left, and I was like, Mark, are you sure you don't want to switch over to Alter Ego? Like, you're going to get killed. But he, he ended up not getting killed. Um, but... <laughs> Nothing really. Yeah. I thought you guys made really good decisions. I think that's sort of my next point, is that actually there's quite a lot of choices that you have to make. So like in... I'm just thinking of Arkham, the card game. That's my closest comparison. To you, to like use your card powers, you have to spend resources, but they're a separate token that you have. Whereas in this one, the cards themselves are the resources. So you have to make that decision. Which cards am I going to play and which cards am I going to sacrifice uh, just as, as money? basically did you did you guys have a tactic when you were deciding or like how how did you choose which cards to use and which cards to spend uh well for me it was pretty much like what's gonna do the most damage what are the big hit hitters how much can i yeah get done in that turn uh, and then maybe when it got desperate maybe some healing every now and then but it was really just like if there was something what was my favorite card called again photonic blast or something? photonic blast was like my best card and i had that a few times that dealt five damage so if i could that would be my go if i got that in my hand i'm like yep that's happening as soon as possible <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was that the same for you? For me, it was like, yeah, pretty much. It, not necessarily damage, but it was like, what do I need to manage most? Um, other games like that I've played, it's been kind of, well, can I sacrifice this turn to set myself up for future turns? Mm. But this game, it felt like I just had to manage something, you know, like it was either a threat on the schemes or minions. I mean, I think we had at one point, you had... Oh, uh, yeah, I had four. like four, four villain uh, minions attacking me yeah and then we, mark and i both had one or two or i think i had two and you had one yeah and so it was like we just had a crap load of minions attacking us and it was overwhelming and yeah well you get to that point where you do have to start managing stuff yeah but usually yeah. whenever well whenever i play these i it's usually just go 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 damage damage until you have to manage stuff and usually by that point it's, <laughs> it's too, too late, late anyway <laughs> so I, I need to learn that 
Yeah. <laughs> start managing from the beginning. Yeah, to be fair though, this one it was like very sudden. You know, uh, Phil had the one hand where I think he only had one guy engaged with him. And then his like encounter added the vulture. Yes. Yeah. Hack gave a boost that put somebody in play. And like before he, he had to draw cards because he ran out of his deck. It was just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, Everything like instantly on. it was just overwhelming. I think, yeah. um, I guess it all comes down to your, like, what do you prioritize? Because you have that choice, don't you? Whether to, to damage the villain or whether to thwart their scheme. And, and both are sort of equally as important. It's just, <laughs> like, I started off thwarting at the beginning. But then as soon as I got uh, minions, then I switched to offensive mode. And then I just never sort of managed to claw it back. I never managed to have a free turn where I could spend it thwarting because I had so yeah. many bad guys that I needed to kill. Um, but I've put that that sort of mechanic worked the other way as well. So whereas we had to choose which cards to use and which cards to spend, when the villain attacks, some cards get used as boost cards, which like either strengthen his attack or his scheme. But it means that those cards don't get used, um, you know, for their actual abilities. So this horrible, what is it? Shadows of the Past is the one that brings in your character specific. If that had been used as a boost, then we wouldn't have had to bring in our extra schemes or our extra stuff so again that's all just down to the luck of the draw but not every not every villain card is used to its maximum villainous potential so i guess depending on the random shuffling of the deck you could have an easy time of it compared to what we had <laughs> yeah most games i play i'd say like one in four i get shadows of the past and in this one game both you and i got shadows of the past, yeah so we had a lot to deal with absolutely and again just contributing to the you know you blink and suddenly the city is overrun there's goblin gas everywhere everyone's turned into goblin zombies and you're screwed <laughs> Green Goblin has released a toxic mutagen gas on New York City. So essentially he's turning a bunch of people into goblins. I hate it when that happens. No. It's just rude. <laughs> Some common courtesy. We'll we'll have oh. this wrapped up. I reckon Green Goblin. Ten minutes, he'll be he'll be in the bin. <laughs> He's a garbage villain. And then I'm gonna spend that one molecule resource to equip myself with an armored vest, which gives me a plus one on defense. I'm gonna spend another two cards to recruit Black Cat to my team. Spend three and bring in Mockingbird as my ally. Ha, in your face, Norman. Now, this card is useless for me. You can also use Mockingbird if you wanted. Oh, of course, yeah. Actually, that's a good Just idea. Human shield. That. You have this goblin jerk uh, attacking you. Death from above. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sacrifice Black Cat. See you later. And I'm gonna recruit Black Widow to my team. Uh, well, Carol's out of it for this uh, round, isn't she? It's a slippery slope. Once, once you let that first health go. I know. Oh my God, Carol, babes, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> so he has guard, so you can't attack Green Goblin until the Goblin Thrall's gone. This is superpower cosmic flight. Captain Marvel gains the aerial trait, which I'm sure is gonna be useful. And then I'm going to flip over and cower. So I'm going to spend two and I'm going to give myself tenacity. Carol Danvers just has a punchable face. <laughs> <laughs> going to spend two and put Maria Hill out. Each player draw one card. Hey. hey. 
Thanks, Maria. Venom Blast. Sounds dangerous. Deal five damage to an enemy. I'm just going to take the Viper out. Boom. Mm. That was a very good move. Yes! That's all I can do, really, unless I just wait till my next turn, but then I might be dead. So the next time someone attacks me, I get to twat them back. This is my favourite card, Photonic Blast, which <laughs> deals five damage, so he's he's gone out the way there. I'm going to play Pheromones, stun and confuse an enemy, so I might as well stun and confuse the Goblin Thrall engaged with you. Oh, thanks. So next time he'll have two cards attacking you. Right. <laughs> Carol, Carol, Carol. <laughs> this aerial thing hasn't helped, whatever that is. So I've got you two weaklings on five. I'm I'm propping up the team on my nine health. I have a goblin soldier engaged to me. Oh, you too. We're both engaged to be married to goblin soldiers. Oh, congratulations. You too. Double wedding? Yeah, although I'm not too fond of mine. I'm hoping I can just kill him before the wedding day, before I have to go through with it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I've heard he comes from a rich family, so... <laughs> nice inheritance. Yeah. So I'm going to have a goblin engage. Another goblin thrall in, in front of me. I was going to say, I'm not sure that's allowed, but it's it's Utah, so it probably is, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything's fine. <laughs> We're a lawless land. <laughs> Pay two to buy an upgrade for a hand cannon. Thwart, remove two threat from a scheme. Uh, then if you have the aerial trait, which I do, finally, uh, remove two threat from a different scheme. Ooh. Nice. Finally, the aerial trait becomes useful. <laughs> uh, all, all the rest of the game, she's just been flying around doing nothing. <laughs> Look at me, I can fly, I can fly. Okay, and that's all I can do. No one cares, Carol. <laughs> Spider-Man can swing from webs, that's cool too. <laughs> well, presumably, yeah, presumably Spider-Woman can too, right? I don't think she has, I don't think she actually has webs. Oh. Like, what <laughs> what, <laughs> what makes her spidery? She got extra legs? <laughs> yeah. I have a hell of a turn coming up. I'm excited. So you got the Goblin Knight. <sighs> it's okay, Carol. Don't worry. We move on to the Mutagen Cloud. As the cloud engulfs the city, those unfortunate enough to be caught in the vapors begin to shiver and shift, mutating into hideous goblin creatures. Oh, nice. Goblin creatures serve green goblins every command. Stop green goblin before this monstrous militia overruns the city. And another goblin thrall. No. <laughs> I've got four people on my case. Oh my gosh. I think my spider pheromones have uh, malfunctioned. <laughs> <laughs> Goblin Nation. We are not a gang. We are so much more. We're a family, an empire, a pantheon. And I, I am the Goblin King. This could kill me. Over to you, Carol. Okay. What you got? Am I still engaged to three people? <laughs> oh, Shadows of the Past. No. No. Oh my gosh. Maybe we should have just fought Rhino. Not a bad go. No. It's a shame I had to waste the face kick. Basically, we're going to lose next turn unless we thwart the shit I out of him. He's not going to damage me. And he's not going to damage me. You. He will probably damage Mark. The only other thing that I've put, and I don't know whether you guys found this, but when thinking about working through my my turns, I found myself in a bit of a loop. So when you're in hero mode, you can attack, thwart, and defend, but then obviously that exhausts you. But so whenever I got attacked, my natural default was to always defend so that I would always be exhausted for my next turn and wouldn't be able to do any of the others. And I just felt I got stuck in that sort of, yeah, loop of just defending, exhausting, not being able to 
doing anything else refreshing only to defend again straight away sort of thing. Did you guys find that or...? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, my defence wasn't particularly great No. for my character. <laughs> so <laughs> I've learned that. I probably wouldn't be this character. I yeah. don't know. Defending for you didn't Defending really make any difference. Defending really wasn't really a particularly a thing, really, for me. <laughs> yeah, but I, I felt that too, where it was really hard to be cool because if Goblin damaged you, he would add a scheme yeah. for a threat token to the scheme. And it was like, oh my gosh. So by defending, I'm doing more than just blocking damage. I'm also slowing the scheme from being accomplished. Yeah. So I felt like I got stuck in that same loop. And I guess it's, again, it's the trade-off, isn't it? It's like if you want your hero to be active in your next turn, you've got to suck it up and take the damage. Um, I just, as I said, I had so many minions that I couldn't afford to take the damage because it would have killed me straight away. <laughs> yeah. Sign up today for your local phone patrol. Shall we frag? Yeah, let's do it. Let's frag. <laughs> Uh, okay, Mark, start us off on fun. Fun? Um, well, it's got lots of different elements of games that I have enjoyed before. Uh, so, and it, and it did help playing it a couple of times. Uh, so do you know what? Fun. Do you know what? I'm going to say four, because I do like the, uh, well, the setup of it. I'm just taking a point off because of... The, uh, the sort of villain building up element. Uh, it can get a little bit frustrating, that's all, because you just know, as I say, going into this, I know that we're never going to win. It's just not going to happen. Well, with me playing anyway, it's not going to happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. but apart from that, it's fun. <laughs> oh, right, Riley. Than I <laughs> before, before you give your fun score, you mentioned while we were playing that you had already sort of pre-fragged in your head. Has your scores changed from your pre-frag based on yeah oh it has oh yeah. okay mm. go on then fun what do you reckon I'm going to do five because it felt very thematic. Like the Green Goblin is using his mutagen uh, formula and turning everybody into goblins. And it, it got really overwhelming, which didn't necessarily, it was fun for me. I was like, I didn't mind it. It, it felt very thematic where like as the scheme intensified, we were getting overrun with more and more goblins. And I thought it was really fun. So cool, cool. I was anticipating that to be lower with more players. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go for four there were a few times where like i guess you couldn't do like you you couldn't do much with your turn either because you you couldn't afford to use the powers of the cards that you had or sometimes there was a, you know like a chain you know sometimes where it builds up such a chain like when um he completed the first part of his scheme and so we had to stop the turn order to add all the stuff and change all the stuff and then and so that sort of disjointed it a little bit but obviously not not majorly i just thought there were a few times where it sort of clunked up a little bit if that makes sense okay uh riley start us off with replayability oh uh i think i'm gonna go four because there is a lot of replayability with you can choose different characters especially when you get the expansions you have even more and then they each expansion adds even more aspect cards and basic cards and different villains you know what actually Oh, you know, and I played this a lot. I might even lower that down to three as I think about it. Wow. <laughs> well, I was just going to, I was going to ask, obviously, I know you're getting a lot of questions based on the fact that you've played it more than we have. Like, yeah. yes, you can choose lots of different characters and lots of different villains. Are they different enough or is it just, oh, it's another yeah. douche with another scheme? <laughs> 
Some of them are really different. Like, I love the... Oh, now I can't remember what they are. There's like four guys. Ah, well, like a, drive me a little bit crazy. A team of four people. Wrecking Crew. There we oh, go. Okay. Wrecking Crew. Yeah, there's four of them, and you fight all four of them at the same time. Um, and that one is really, really cool. Uh, the other Green Goblin one is really interesting. They're all interesting in their own ways, but coming from Marvel Legendary, there's like so many different scenarios that you can pick from, and so many different uh, heroes you can mix and match. And, and even with just taking a scenario, you can mix in different mm. um, henchmen and other cards. And, and I feel like this has that, but overall, the villain is the same. And there's only, you know, so many villains. Uh, and you can play them on harder difficulties, but even still, it's like, it, it does kind of get like a little bit stale, maybe. Yeah, I'm... Well, I was gonna, obviously we've only played it twice. I was going to go for four just because I think, you know, right, you made the comparison to Legendary. With Legendary, you, you pick your heroes and all the cards come in the shop and, you know, you can buy whatever on each turn. But for a living card game like this, if you were going to play it as a living card game and like have the same deck that you added to, there are probably tons of cards that you are never, ever going to use. You know, there's some that you'd look at and just go, well, I'm... I'm not I don't want that in my deck so that's never going to get played with um so that's so that's why I, I whacked it a four what do you think okay well uh, yeah I was, I'll say four um although it's interesting that yeah it might not be as might not be as many cards and stuff as you get in something like legendary but I'm basing the four on that we will play this I don't know how many times according to the spreadsheet so it will still always be fresh and by the, the amount of times by the time that we it comes come around again, to play it years will it will be yeah it will be fresh every time so that's not going to be as much of an issue so four okay cool I think I think I want to do mine four as I think about the building your deck and stuff because yeah. that is a lot of the fun for me it's like every time I build something new and I'm like whoa let's try Spider-Man with the justice and, yeah. and see what I can do there yeah so, I yeah, there is yeah lots of combinations in that respect. Um, it is my turn to start with aesthetic. Uh, I was going to go five on the aesthetic. I think, you know, it's, again, all the cards are, you know, comic book style pictures, aren't they? And even though there are different artists, they're not all wildly different. It's, you know, like you said, for, for fun, it's all, you know, it's all very thematic. It all fits the sort of comic book style, doesn't it? So that is a five from me. Have you seen the Aunt May card? She looks kind of sexy. Ma. Uh, yeah, really good designs. Uh, nice clear cards, nice font. <laughs> um, what noise? If the font, I don't know what font noise, was a noise. Well, it's like comic book, isn't it? It's like... <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, do you know what? What it could do with, maybe, is Ooh. a sort of a mat or a board, legendary style in a way, just so there's a place for all the different cards. Can you get a something like that? Like a play mat thing? Yeah, they have, but it doesn't have actual places for things to go. It's just a nice big play mat to have. Uh, so okay. Just, just makes your table and different colors. I would have. I would just. <laughs> uh, yeah. I would like the boxes for the cards if it was if on a play mat. That was the only thing though. So I will say four. Oh, four. I've, oh wow. Okay. There you go. I've seen some really cool play custom play mats that people mm. have made, and they'll have like so like where their hero goes. It'll have on the top ready and then on the bottom exhausted, and so they just slide it up like in half an inch. Ah. Mm. Okay instead of having to turn it and so it like mm. saves a lot of space 
Yeah. I feel like Fantasy Flight needs to look at those and be like, here's an official one. Do you know what I feel about Fantasy Flight? It's like they're good and they know they're good. So they don't feel the need to care about box inserts and stuff. Do you know what I mean? They're just like, well, our game's good anyway, so deal with it. <laughs> Do they sell like boxes and stuff then? They, Fantasy Flight? Is that their... They don't they even do. bother doing that. Oh, okay, right. No, but yeah. Um, I wonder if they come up with like Broken Token or other bases. Broken Token has like a lot of inserts for them. I mean, you saw like the Arkham Horror one. Oh, there is this amazing it's like almost, it's like $190 mm. but it's like this cube and it holds all the boards and it's got little trays for each little token and all. Oh, oh wow. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that some other company has had to design it because the original storage is so bad, that's kind of annoying. Mm. <laughs> I agree. I have five. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. Gameplay. Gameplay. Um. Okay. So when we were first, when you were first setting it up and going through everything, I was thinking, oh, this is going to be a bit complicated and it's going to take me ages to get up to speed. But actually, I'm I'm basing this on <laughs> yeah how how much I understood the first time <laughs> and how much I've remembered. Um, so um, yeah, I got the hang of it pretty quickly actually. Um, the only thing I was just and actually yeah, the turn play there was some it was all these sort of extra sort of cards tough stunned confused and stuff that I slightly would need to go over again but the general sort of gameplay I yeah I picked up pretty quickly so I'm gonna say four okay because I like the you know the again like the a sort of a deck building game in a way you grab your cards you go through the deck you get your new cards every turn um and yeah I am um, I'm gonna get yeah, a good solid four okay Riley I think I might do the same four there's like a lot of there's a lot of words and but a lot of times they'll do the keyword and then they'll still have it on the card. So like I'm looking at the goblin thrall, which was a pain in our butt, and it said guard, and then in parentheses it still says while this minion is engaged with you, you cannot attack the villain. Uh, and so like a lot of them will do that. It's interesting that they have this keyword and still explain it. Yeah, no. I think that's a problem that I had with Legendary 007, wasn't it? About this thing with M doing X, whatever. Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah, I like things that are self-explanatory. Um, I went for four as well, uh, for the same reason, just about some of the keywords. I think if you if you sort of encountered a keyword that you weren't sure of and you had to stop to look at the rules, it's only very rare, as you said, that it doesn't have the explanation with it. So it's, you know, it's not often. And I think it you can still have a good game and not be bogged down mm. by the keywords should you, should you choose not to be bogged down. So, yeah, four for me. Um, that gives it a total of 16.9. So, you know what's next. The, the question, yeah. was it a win or not? I'm going to say, yes, it's hey. a win. There we go. <laughs> I oh, would, cool. yeah, I would, yeah, I'd enjoy playing this again. Yeah. There you go. Um, that makes the score 62.26 to the gamers. See, that's not bad. There's only 26 games that I've been like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. You should be proud. You should be proud that, let's say, one eighth of our games collection. Well, they, they're ones that you choose, aren't they? So That's true. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Cool. 
Okay, well, that's about it, isn't it? Yeah. I've been Phil. Oh, I've been Mark. I've been Riley. And remember, non-relinquum in Arca Operculo. Yeah. You can find us on Facebook at uh, Organised Fun. You can find us on Twitter at Fun Organised. Riley, plug. At Nerd Out with us on Twitter. There you go. And don't forget to listen to uh, Nerding Out and the Board Game Community show. Anyway, yeah, thanks for listening. And bye, Ludophiles. Bye. Bye. Can you hear the cat? Now is the time when we stop. Good night. <laughs>